COVID vaccines keep people out of hospitals, but protection against infection wanes over time, according to a new study. A central New York man pleads guilty in the murder of his 19-year-old pregnant wife. And a century-old former Syracuse bread factory will be turned into apartments. This is your Syracuse.com Flash Briefing for Friday, August 20th, 2021. I'm George Owens. COVID-19 vaccines are still better than 90% effective at keeping New Yorkers out of the hospital, but they have become less effective at preventing infection from the novel coronavirus, a new study says. The study, led by the State Department of Health, found that unvaccinated New Yorkers were 11 times more likely to be hospitalized and 8 times more likely to be diagnosed with COVID-19 than those who were fully vaccinated. Researchers from the Health Department, State University at Albany, And SUNY Rensselaer said the vaccine's effectiveness against hospitalization in New York remained between 92% and 95% when adjusted for age from May 3rd to July 25th. Effectiveness against getting infected, however, dropped from about 92% to 80% during that time period as the Delta variant became the dominant form of the virus. That waning effectiveness, in part, led the federal government to announce on Wednesday that booster shots will be available to Americans six months after their first vaccination series, starting in September. The health department said the study was the first of its kind to look at real-life data statewide to determine the effectiveness of the vaccines. The study was published Wednesday by the Federal Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Researchers speculated that the drop in preventing infections could be due to several reasons, including the increased contagiousness of the Delta variant and the waning of immunity from the vaccines, which were first administered in December. A 25-year-old man has pleaded guilty to second-degree murder for stabbing to death his pregnant wife, 19-year-old Lizzie Garrow, according to Madison County District Attorney William Gabor. George McDonald, age 25, will be sentenced to 20 years to life in prison on October 7th, Gabor said. Garrow, the mother of a young daughter, was found dead September 27th in a Canastota park after volunteers and law enforcement searched for her for several days. McDonald was initially arrested shortly after Garrow went missing. At the time, he was accused of violating an order of protection against Garrow. McDonald had previously been indicted on several charges. He was later charged with her murder. Teams of about 100 people searched for Garrow for four days. After her body was found, The Madison County Sheriff's Office said that she had been stabbed multiple times. Garrow's sister said that she was in an abusive marriage with McDonald and was trying to leave. The two were married last summer after meeting on Facebook earlier in the year. The upper floors of a former industrial bakery building on Syracuse's east side will be turned into apartments as part of a proposed $16 million renovation. Developers have submitted plans to the city to renovate the former Syracuse Bread Company building at 200 Maple Street. They have a contract to purchase the building from the Greater Syracuse Land Bank for $10,000, according to the documents. The developers said they plan to put 19 studio and one and two-bedroom market-rate loft apartments on the building's upper floors, while 27,500 square feet on the ground floor will be used as commercial space. A 2,000-square-foot courtyard will be cut into the middle of the building to provide more light and fresh air to the apartments, according to the plans. Designed by famed Syracuse architect Ward Wellington Ward and built in 1912, the building was used as a bread factory, first by Syracuse Bread Company and then by General Baking Company. The name of General Baking Company's flagship product, Bond Bread, can still be seen on the exterior of the building. The bakery closed in 1971. 
That's your Syracuse.com Flash Briefing for Friday, August 20th, 2021. I'm George Owens. Thanks for listening, and have a great weekend.